meeting is being recorded. Yeah, that's the good kombucha. Hey, Grotto. Uh, we're recapping games 11 and 12. Fall is in the air. I have a candle lit right now in my office. It's pretty much decorative gourd season in my household already. Motherfucker. Um, we got crouton. We got threes. Looches away. And uh, we're just going to break down these games. So I, I started off by saying uh, I had to leave the game around 630 for some dinner plan. So seeing that I hit nine was like an absolute showstopper because I only had two that I had racked up by the time I stopped watching. So that bulk wheel, huh? For people that, uh, you know, get those big yeah. guys off that wheel, really opened it up for people like me, I guess. It completely burned 50 and hit two. What a wow. day. 25 inserts base card. Boom. What was, what was the final uh, count on Muse? Muse had a, a historic day. Uh, took down 11 for the day. On how many burns? Um, uh, quite a few. I don't remember off the top of my head, okay. but I want to say 260 or something. Okay. So I, I doubled Nevertheless, that's remarkable. You know, I before I was kind of splitting it between two games, I loaded it all up on 11 and uh, I think it was like 576, something like that. Uh-huh. Yeah, no, I think it, I think it plays, um, well, I think it pretty much accomplished. There's there's some strange anomalies there, you know. Luch, it's as though it didn't affect his his entries. Well, he, was he still top burner? Well, yeah, he burned six thousand, and then the way it played is he got you know three thousand slots on the wheel. I mean, right? that's still very significant, so that kind of makes sense. Yeah, but then you had um, you know others that were Dino, for example. Was at a thousand, okay, and he ends up with three. J train, Luch, yeah, and the J train, of course. I mean, this. So we're doing uh, J train and Blue Orange were doing some math on the probability of him getting iced, you know, and uh, crazy, crazy low, but, but but possible. I mean, you know, like basically a three percent chance on every spin of him not getting uh, anything, right? Um, and so, so yeah, it, uh, it was um, the wheel's a cruel mistress no matter what. We see that. People run hot, you run cold. There's really nothing nothing you can do about it. But um, people are in the game. We had a lot of people getting hits. And some people that have never stacked getting some stacks. So I think, I think, it's, I think it works. I think it works a lot. Um, I hit an orange. So did did Ratro get moved off of that to twelve for the orange, or what? How did that work out? Ratro did not participate in oranges for eleven. Oh, what a nice guy! Yeah, and he still got thirteen hits, I think. See, he just keeps on giving that Ratro. He uh, he he certainly does, to say the least. Um, And then there were only four uh, oranges on the on the next one, Um, like four four slots were drawn for the second game. So the second game is the interesting part, I think, um, in seeing, now granted, we had a redemption this week that made for a lot of, of extra additions probably, but um, without that, I think we'd be in the eighties for addition size on, on uh, number 12. And you're saying wow. uh, because we hit baseline that bumped up to, what did you say? One ten? No, no, no. The, the redemption aspect of the, the wild oh, was 80 total. Gotcha. No, 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 no. That was like um, 
30 altogether because of the redemptions and everything like between everybody that, that redeemed 30 editions were created so it would have been 80 or so um but it went to 110 got it got it yeah a lot of numbers being tossed around well for a change we usually don't do that around here yeah <laughs> never um so yeah it's uh i like it i mean other than the fact that um like Crouton barely hit anything on like I mean there we had a couple big guys that just got decimated. We got Muse with eleven and Crouton with five. And you burned yeah. north of uh, 1,500, 14, right? 1400. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah. Yeah. So I just yeah. got insanely lucky. Yeah, you did. Yeah. Uh, and the, the real luck is that you hit your holder on twelve. Yeah, that that's insane. Like taking holders out of the mix, how many people actually were um able to be 40. on that side no I, I'm, I'm sorry i said that i said that very boldly but it wasn't 40 there was 26 and 7 33 there were 33 people playing wheels well what a number yeah isn't that funny yeah <laughs> it's funny yeah there are 26 automatics and then seven uh that burn to 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 join what about pretty the, cool uh, to see people burn into join that's a that's a that was a substantial the majority one. of the people who burned to join then burned young threesies to guarantee that think about that for a second okay they go i'm gonna burn a low seed or three rumbles plus a young threesies to get this why would they do that because they know that the big guys like luge and others are going to have just a disproportionate number of slots on that burner wheel and very unlikely given the the dynamics of game 12 that you're going to hit um so burning to get into game 12 and then burning a guarantee for game 12 was makes a lot of sense i know i talked to, to pandemic about that and uh he pulled the trigger on that and that was that was very much the right call in my opinion i think um it's also a factor where it was like that was the chase like how do yes, you that too. How, how do you sit there? You got to assume you're going to hit something, and everybody did. You're aware of that, right, Kitch? That everybody with a swipe got at least one on, on game eleven. On the game, 11. Uh, game twelve or eleven? Game eleven. Everyone who got a swipe got one. There were thirty true. There are thirty-two entries that did not play game twelve. Okay, meaning they their swipes were then up. Okay. And everybody got one, and there was one left over, and that went to Kaplui, who had the biggest wheel luck ever. Wow. So all you had to do, participate, okay, whether you burned a participant or you, you spent 100 Tez, and you hit a base card, no matter what. Everybody walked away with one. A subs base card. A subs base card. And Wait. instant classic. Instant no classic, less. dare I say. So where does this put us on the chase? I know we were a little off based on the all-star break. There was a couple before that. So chase two is now completed. If you got all the way to 12? No, no. Seven through 12. Right, right. Seven through 12. Wow. So I really did get super lucky. I wouldn't have, I wouldn't have made this second chase. No, you wouldn't have. And you wouldn't have realized it apparently. No, I was still waiting on the numbers to come out for 12. I figured that I didn't really stand a chance. I didn't know what edition it was going to be, so I wasn't sure if I had what I needed. I'm searching through right now to see what 14s. I have a Tim Stoddard. I have two Tim Stoddards, and uh, 
Who was that? You gotta have a Dave Nelson, right? You gotta have a Dave Nelson. Yeah, he does. Or no, actually, you don't. I I don't. That's fourteens or something. I'm missing from eight and nine. You had two Tim Stoddards and you hit one. Awesome. So that's all it takes, people. Really, I mean, sub to sub. Hey, what does that what does that tell you about holders? It's the most important thing possible because you don't even have to qualify for that special game. Holding your baby cards. Okay. People don't, they've never really grasped this of why you would hold them and why you would acquire as many of them as you can. Okay. They yield. They yield and that yield grows over time. You said you had had two two Tim Stoddards. Is that correct? Yeah. I have 12 and I hit one holder. That puts it in perspective. That is nuts. Well, yeah. And I didn't say I don't have other 14s. I just right. said I have 12 Stoddards. Right. <laughs> the wheel was shining down on me. Whatever it was. was on that day. You have two Pep Awards as well. Am I right, Crouton? I have two what? Pack Awards. I do. Yeah. That's eight right there. That's eight entries. Okay. Plus 12 Stoddards. There's a 20 entries. Okay. You have Vern Rapp. You've got. I actually don't have a Vern Rapp. Oh, you don't? Okay. You got multiple Dave, Dave Nelsons. I've only got one of those. Oh, wow. Look, I thought you were a big guy. Sorry. I guess I'm, I'm used <laughs> to being here. By the way, Luch is going to be out for uh, a couple weeks of pod as he's working to make up for the fact that he's going to be gone on a major tour. He's going, as he's told us, down to to the islands, the archipelago, uh, and then and then all roads lead to Apefest, I believe. So um, we're going to be a few weeks without Luch. So we'll just reference him. And that was the thing. I'm just used to, you know, guys who do have lots of Dave Nelsons being on the pod. Sorry about that, Crouton. Well, you got to get Ratro on. Yeah. Ratro picked up another one today. Did he really? Yes, he did. Had an offer. The offer? Mm-hmm. Oh, that's interesting. You and I had a, a little talk about that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> <laughs> Good for him. Yeah. So um, I debated burning some rumbles to get on there, and I just could not bring myself to do it. I only have three rumbles. All my March Madness tokens are four, five, and six. So they were all outside of the uh, one through three. So I was like, am I going to burn my only three rumbles? And it paid off to keep them this time. Honestly, I shouldn't have done that. I probably should have burned all three just to get in there. But I don't, how many of my burns would have moved over? Half? Was everyone 50%? It's a formula. So the way it would have worked is you would have moved over half. You would have left half half on the table for, for game 11. Uh, and then you would have gotten three slots on the wheel. Okay. So you would have gotten three slots on the wheel. For burners, where the top was luch with thirty, and the bottom were people with one. So, I, I want to say there were like a hundred and is that right? Did you talk about hundred? I, I think it was one twenty-four. I think one twenty-four. Yeah. So one hundred twenty-four right? slots on that wheel to draw um, twenty-four. Yeah, and luch had thirty of them for perspective. Right, and so you had a one, basically a one in five chance um, on burners. Well, not knowing how it was going to play out, it worked in my advantage to have 
very deep now on game 11. Very deep. Uh, can do a lot of different stuff with that card now and just got lucky with 12. Uh, who oh, knows? yeah, no. I mean, you you got lucky. and and I can't bank on that ever happening again that way. No, I mean, look, I, if it's a tough one. There are only three rumbles, but you could have picked up a rumble either at the time. One was listed for 300. Okay. Probably or, would have just waited before you, you call it in again because then it'll go back up. But in the off time, in the down time, sneaking yeah. one back in. Yeah. I, um, you know, it's going to be interesting now going forward. Okay. So you lucked into your chase by hitting. Uh, and remember, guys, we said last week, hey, we're going to talk a little more strategy, right? This is a good time for it. Um, you lucked into it. You stepped in some lucky shit, okay, uh, by hitting that holder. Um, and so now you've got two chases done, okay? And now you move. Now we're moving to the next one. We know that these last chase, these, these three double headers, there's going to be three selective mints and three abundant mints. So... Is that the terminology we're going with now? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm calling them. Abundant, and what's the other one? Selective. Selective, okay. I just love the uh, terminology. But here's the thing. I already announced that there'd be a different burn mechanic on each week's selective, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I announced that when we announced the whole thing, so you knew that your rumbles weren't going to come back into play. Yeah, because I know there were, it's going to be different. Every time it's going to be something hard, something difficult to make that decision. Now that I have the first two chases complete, it's going to be hard for me not to burn what I need to burn to continue on those selective wheels. And with me having two chases running so far, I really need another 12. So I'm going to be diving on secondary or figuring out what types of trades make sense to get one of those more selective mints which is a whole new ball game. Um, I mean, it's not completely new because trading is a thing we've always done, but trying to figure out what makes sense, what's fair, you know, is something that I'll have to uh, mull over to see if I can secure two chases uh, to continue so far. Yeah. You did hit a quad on, on game 11. Did you notice that? No. I That's two games in a row I've hit a quad on. Uh -huh. It was a light orange aura. And then what was this last one? Light orange. Wow, that thing is killing it right now. Yeah. How many quads do you have, Kit? I have four quads. Man. Which sounds not a good like season. a Shrek thing. Not a good season. <laughs> not a good season for Crouton. <laughs> you haven't hit a quad yet. How many do you have now, Crouton? I think 11 or 12. <laughs> None of them are light orange, though. I don't know. I... <laughs> yeah, maybe. I don't know. I can't. I, I'm not in front of my computer today, taking this one on the phone. So, you uh, maybe not. You're due. You're due. Oh, do we've been nice. saying that? We've been saying that for 12 games. <laughs> <laughs> you need to like sacrifice something to the wheel. I don't know what needs to be done. Yeah, I'm not living right. I know that. So, what's your take on the separation between abundance and selection? There, Crouton. I think it's really neat. I think it's a cool dynamic. I think it's going to give people an opportunity to participate in more of the mechanics that perhaps previously they wouldn't have been able to. And I think that's really, really 
that's really wonderful because first of all um it's very fun everything that we do here is a bunch of fun and not being able to participate in all elements of it um i, I don't want to suggest that it makes this game less fun um but i guess eh, on some level sure it is less fun i didn't say it isn't fun just less fun so bringing more people into the mix to you know correlate to paint i think that's fantastic it's wonderful um gives people an opportunity especially in in this season where we're you know kind of winding the clock back and you know people would just pull down a bunch of subs yeah that's fantastic that's really neat um and i think that people will um start to understand that i know this is something that threes you and i have talked about you know separately um but you've said it many times that i mean look we all know that all threesomes have future utility so if you sit something out you do recognize that that isn't going away and never coming back uh, everything exists for a reason so you know if you choose not to make something like uh, a knife when you have the opportunity um you know that's that's going to come back and there's going to be consequences for that if you choose not to do um you know make pie that that will rear its head again because all three systems have future utility and everything exists for a reason so giving more people the opportunity to correlate and to paint i think is wonderful and i think it's uh it'll enrich the project and um help people really enjoy it even more i i think that um you know you touch on some things there that, that we, we we say often and we re repeat them um and i think that we've got a grotto that has learned this right we're getting a more and more experienced grotto uh, as seasons progress, there's no question. They understand how to do these. They can strategize a bit. They've seen these strategies play out one way or another, right? Um, but I think they were just missing the pieces, right? And yeah. I think I think then they they felt excluded at the time, like saying, "Well, I don't have those, and I'm not, you know, to get in that position to like backfill and get there." Was a bit hard and so that's what i really wanted to do um and we'll end up doing it for a little more than a third of this season right so it's not across mm -hmm. the board um but it's enough i think you think about it you play you played this week and then you play these next three that's four pieces older pieces that now you have some skin in the game right you've got some you should have some exposure to them yeah, and let's even talk about you know the plentiful card this week. It's it's subs. Subs are, I mean, go look at holders on. Uh, I'm not sure what we should call threes. What what terminology would you like us to use on you know the subs that existed up to the award card for subs? You know, essentially the first batch of them that you release is there some sort of terminology why don't uh, we start that, why don't we start calling them early okay. early subs early okay. monsters early nft okay. i like that so you know if anyone were to spend time with the collection going through and looking at the early subs and looking at how many people have duplicates and it Previously, we don't have a, a concrete number on how many it will take 
to correlate subs, but um, you have at various times said, you know, it certainly won't be one and uh, not, not about subs, but you know, you're talking about older series necessarily. And you said, you know, uh, you know, who said anything about two either, which to me implies that it's a number greater than two. I'm not going to uh, speculate any further on that, but um, I think go look at, you know, these early subs and look who has three or more of one single edition. And yes, I understand that we have three season that can help um, as a wild card of sorts, but you know, your three Z's also has to have a substrate. Um, so um, I think this really opens up the universe uh, in a, in a really exciting way because we just put out 385. Is that right? Uh, they identify being 355. Uh, okay, 355. You know, and boy, I can't imagine how many people have, you know, um, three plus, mm-hmm. a lot of them. And, and that's really wonderful. It's going to give them an opportunity to, you know, engage with this stuff. Because not only will, you know, I'm just going to talk about correlating since we, we, we've done that with Cardinali. And you know, you, need, you needed three for Cardinali. I'm not uh, putting a number out there for subs, but. Uh, three of the same editions for Cardinale, and you, you could correlate, or obviously the three Z's traits helps bring it down. But, um, you know, again, all three some have huge utility. So you understand that whatever we turn those base cards into, the correlated ones, those will have future utility. And by extension, not having a correlated uh, Cardinale will impact your ability to participate in whatever it is we do with correlated cards so you know it really all builds and i, I think it's uh, i can't i can't say enough about how, how great it is that i think more people will be able to more fully engage with and participate in the project we talk about correlation and painting a lot as ways to utilize the functionality of um any of the base cards right there's something that now if we're talking about addition sizes this large it makes me think oh when do subs reach that point and what what season do subs reach the point where they are one to one for a burn for a guaranteed? Because at that point, there's another functionality that I think is underutilized within this universe, which is you can burn an older base card and get something new. Um, obviously, in this series where we're doing stuff from older series, it makes a lot of sense that you could burn, I don't know, I think it's three coders and end up with one of these subs, right? But now if you have a plethora of these subs, at some point, they're going to be a one-to-one burn for a new card. And that's something to keep in your back pocket as well. Absolutely. Yeah, and, you so. know, we've seen people, we've seen people with the Diacono, right? Um, I know that's not, that's still an early NFT, but it's not. Um, that was always, I'm sorry, it's the, not, the no, you're, you're, you're correct. It is, you're right. It is after the award. I apologize. Um Thank you. But yeah, we've seen how people treat those as, uh, you know, cannon fodder. Uh, We have seen that historically. uh, And that's not a criticism or an indictment. I think it's great when people use their utility. Um, And I I agree with you, Kitch. Um, Individuals who are sitting on a mountain of subs, you know, let's just fast forward to a time where, you know, for the selective, you, let's say, burn to get on game 12 uh, game the selective wheel sorry um and then you know fast forwarding you know maybe you would chuck a couple 
subs that you're sitting, you know, very flush with for a guarantee on game 12 and not leaving it up to chance. Especially the way that if, it's we saw a, if it's like to complete a chase or something, it's a right. no brainer, you know? Uh, so these cards can so, just yeah. be used a multitude of different ways, which I absolutely it's great. That speaks right there, right? To being aware. I know people have spreadsheets and they, they, they help, right? But be aware of what you did to get it, what you're in for it, right? So that when that happens and you can say, Yeah, I'm I got I got a bunch of these things. Okay, I burned 200 inserts that day. I paid a hundred tests on the wheel, you know, to, to get on the wheels. Uh, I, you know, 50 of those were Valentine's, let's say, right? And then you just factor all of those things in so that you can say, look, this is what this has cost me to get to this point. And this is where they have their use. And then you can move into them and be more confident in saying, yeah, yes, they are subs. And it's, you, you want them and they're old and why would you burn old base cards but uh, you know matches will tell you why yeah i was gonna say yeah i think he's really he might be you know our very best currently in the grotto at being able to divorce the the quote floor price or the uh, last sale price from what he's in it for and what it will unlock for him he saw he's used two diaconos this season i believe uh, in order to help assure that he would get his chase. And that's a phenomenal example of you know, the transformation that we, whether it's inserts that you turn into base cards or uh, inserts that you turn into uh, rumble token or however it is that we use them. Um, we transform them, they morph, they turn into different things. And, you know, this is really no different. And I think you know, Matt's is is wonderful at, you know, saying, yeah, I, I don't have, uh, I don't like my chances on the big burner wheel or the holder wheel necessarily. So I'm going to lock it in with uh, a Diacono because weren't they five Tez threes? No, they were less. I mean, Diaconos, were they? Okay. You, you, you got one for free. Okay. And you could get up to four more for five Tez each. And okay. then you got them for tweeting, for buying anything okay. on secondary. Uh, for making a meme, okay? And that's how you could get, I believe on the NFTs, you could get up to nine of them through the original forms and the and the play, right? Yeah. So that's a wonderful example, right? I, I don't know how he got, you know, these particular editions, but let's say, for example, he, you know, he got the one for free. I'm not saying he only ever had two, but, you know, in this scenario where he's used two this season, you know, that could have been from, is one for free and one for making a meme and he's turned that into something that gets him you know one third of a chase um i think that's just i really admire the way he um is able to divorce the the floor price from yeah wondering what it is he's going to get in return and uh, i really admire that and i think we're going to see a lot of what you know, kids described there in the future where people will say, you know, I've got, I got six of these subs and I'm going to burn to get on the selective wheel. Maybe I will toss some subs in there. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think, I think we're, like I said, this is one of those things as the grotto matures as they see these approaches play out 
as they, you know, we become better players, I, I think. Um, you know, speaking of better players, it's, we can go a little heavy on, on NFTs now, right? Be, I'm saying the team, the franchise, uh, given that the two of you are here and, and um, you know, it's a, a more partisan conversation, perhaps. Um, what's your take on your season so far? I mean, obviously, the, the win column, you haven't quite uh, had as much success as you wanted. But what's what's your feeling of, of, of how you guys are playing the game? I'll, I'll, I'll speak first and I'll let Kitch go. But I'm I'm very, very proud of, of the NFTs. Uh, I can't I can't really say it another way. When I look at the people that we have there and I think about where all of us, including myself, were 18 months ago when we started Franchise Era, I really believe that each and every one of these individuals has taken a really large step forward in the project. I think they are far more sophisticated uh, in terms of how they think about the game and the strategy and they've really enhanced their understanding of what it takes to be successful here and i can't uh, compliment them enough um they've made just huge progress across the board um so yes absolutely no no uh dancing around the issue of the record it's not good at all um but individually, I feel that um, everyone has made tremendous progress. Everyone is a much better collector. I think everyone understands it, the game and the project and the ethos much better. And I think that has also helped them. Uh, I don't want to put words in their mouth, but it hopefully helps them better understand the project and their role in it, as well as um, why we should do some of the things that we do. And yeah. They've just really, I can't say enough good things. I mean, here's a question for you. Are you, is there disappointment that you're not winning games? I can't speak for, for them. Um, personally, sure, of course, I would like to win every game. We certainly intend and aspire to win every game. Um, but that hasn't materialized. And, you know, look, I can only control and, and they can only control. We can only control our own burns. I can't dictate what other teams do against us. It's entirely out of our control. So, um, you know, I feel I feel good about what we've done. When I look at you know our projected baseline number of hits, um, game by game, I we've really only come under the mark. You know. Uh, two or three times, um, whether that was some bad wheel luck. Really, everyone has done what I think is a very, very reasonable and logical strategy. We are hitting. I think we're number two in the league in hits. Mm -hmm. We're two and eight. Um, it's got horrible pitching. Terrible defense. Terrible defense. Just give up tons of fucking runs. But, you know, we're, we're scoring. Uh, so, you know, yeah, it would be great to be winning games, but look, I, I'm more concerned with everyone, uh, you know, having a great time, understanding the project better, being a great ambassador to it, as well as developing their individual collections and ways that allow them to participate 
um, on a more consistent basis and you know derive more holder utility, um, put themselves in positions to correlate, to paint, to think ahead, to strategize, to have ideas. Uh, they've it's it's not me. They 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 are you know, very good material to work with. So it's it's really cool and. Yeah, we don't have the wins that we'd like, but each of these guys is in a really good position individually. Uh, I feel good about that. Itch, do you, is it any less fun that you're not winning? No, I think I would agree with Crouton. We obviously want to win every game. You you feel a little bit taller, you know, when you come away with a win. But at the end of the day, as long as you know you hit one base card, you're still in it, right? You're like, okay, well, we're we're continuing on in the project. Um, so no, I, I don't think it's it's killing the fun factor. I still have fun when we do the drop days. Um, I was going to ask, are the results out for uh, game eleven and twelve? Just eleven has been posted so far. And um, how do the far. NFTs do? Uh, you guys got thirty six base hits compared to I believe we were playing the X's. Yeah, and the X's, um, I want to say fourteen. I don't but, know what that spread looked like. Yeah, I got I got I don't have I don't have it in front of me so I don't want to speak to spreads right now, but Yeah, and if I were to say by the time the, by the time this people are listening will be posted, but um if if we had two wins, you know, on the other side of the All-Star break, I mean, we're trending up, you know, I would love to see a win column uh, a little tick in that column. We'll see if it happens or not. I'm not too worried about it. Uh, obviously, there's still the playoffs, which I think the NFTs will shine in from having, you know, great holding uh positions there and uh we'll play hard but i think at the end of the day we just got to keep doing what we're doing we have a methodology we have a strategy laid out by crouton and i think uh it's it works like he said we can't control what other people do and we had the the subs and the cat moms punch up at us twice during the first half of the season where um you know we don't know that they're doing that so it's kind of hard to combat that i think those games would have been a lot closer and I think, you know, this is the first season where we're really playing like this. So there's many more seasons to come. You can't win them all. You know, dynasties aren't built overnight. And um, I think as we go on as well, these teams will even out on their holdings. I think the the spreads will start to get closer where we don't see these, you know, 30-point spreads one way or the other. I would love to see those within, you know, 5, 10 points for each team at some point. Um, so hopefully we can kind of, uh, get the right player mix on these teams. We'll see if any trades happen in the off season, new people join in. Um, we'll, we'll see how that goes, but I'm, I'm not worried about it. I'm having a great time. Uh, I, I was asking because I'm, I'm just trying to get a sense sometimes of how the grotto, uh, views the competition. Obviously everybody likes to win. There's no, no doubt, but is it, is it necessarily not fun to lose? Everyone I've talked to, um, you know, of course, everyone's you know expressed a desire to win every game, but I, I, I've not seen either from anyone's actions or you know from communication with them that they are um, you know losing interest. I haven't seen any of that. No one's. No one's saying, well, I, just, I think I'll maybe burn less because we're going to lose or uh, I'm just going to like stop playing. Not at all. Um, you know, I think I think they all understand very deeply that, um, you know, win, lose or draw. Um, I mean, it's a team sport. It's also an individual game. 
Um, that's not to say every man for himself or herself. Um, but, um, you know, if we lost every game and I mean, kids, you know, let's see, let's say we lost game 11, but you pulled down 11 subs. Um, it's hard for me to imagine that you're, and I don't mean that in a selfish way, but you know, it's hard for me to think that you're going home and kicking your dog. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I had a great day win, lose, or draw. Obviously I'd love for the team to continue winning. Um, but at the end of the day, like Crouton said, there's a team aspect and there's an individual aspect of you growing your own collection and playing your own game, making your own decisions about the collection that you have and the role that you play within the project. Obviously the team is a fun aspect of that, but I don't think that's the, you know, end all of all of this, right? I mean, we've played different seasons in the past where it was determined by number of hits, right? So we know that we would be right there competing if we were playing that way, you know, obviously it's, I think it's actually more fun with the spreads because it evens the teams out. It wouldn't be fun if we're out there just us and the monsters kicking ass every fucking week, you know, like that's not fun for anyone. So I think that, you know, if we have to lose a couple of games for it to be more fun for everyone, I'm all for it. Whatever's best for the project. Right. Yeah. And let's, let's, let's go back to game one and two. Monsters versus X's, right? And the X's took him down both games. Isn't that fantastic? You know, I mean, when you think about the the composition uh, in the you know, both the the absolute number of size of players, you know, monsters at the time had I don't know maybe thirty people on them on the team, and X's, you know, a, a fraction of that. And then when you think about inserts and holder utility, you know, it doesn't even, it pales in comparison, but, you know, the spread gives everyone an opportunity and the X's were very rich in oranges, which, you know, it, it's fun. It allows for different strategies to play out. I think the best way to kind of characterize it is that, um, you know, at least personally, I don't evaluate or measure success strictly in terms of our record. Um, and yeah, there are a lot of ways to, to think about this and, and sure. I'd love to win more games and we certainly try, but um, that's not how I, this that's is, not exclusively how I measure success. I would hope not. Yeah. I mean, this, this is something that, that I think for some in the grotto there, they have, there hasn't been, they haven't been involved in as much competition necessarily or, or season long things and stuff like that. And every day in, American baseball, half the teams lose, you know, every day. And every day in the grotto, half of the teams are going to lose, no matter what. And every day in the grotto, when you have Muse hit 11, you're going to have J-Train hit three. You know, you're, you're it, that's that's the way this is going to work. Luch is going to hit 47, okay? And then the following week, he might only get 20 on the same burn, yeah. same approach, you know, um, it's, it's a long season and there's a reason that it's a long season. I've always found it very fascinating that football is a short season with few games. Um, you know, I understand that physically you just can't do that every day. Um, but you know, it, it's like a small sample size and you're stuck with more variants, right? More variants. Yep. 
Exactly. So, so, you know, it's just, I, I, I love it. I love how it plays out. I, um, I think it's really great. And, and of course the adjustments here in the second half now, it's about, um, you know, giving people a little more, you know, more of a shot at some things and, and help them build it out in ways. And also, you know, I think, I think it's, it, it makes more sense for you guys to have one burn number rather than, than juggling to, you know, I don't, I think there was some complex strategy available there for two separate burn numbers that wasn't really even being utilized. I think you had people just going, I like 88, this one, and I like 200 here. And it had nothing to do with anything. It was just like random throwing darts and, you know, lawn darts up in the air in a neighborhood pool. On, on weeks where you would post the spread, uh, I was having this conversation with, one of the guys on our team and I'm not sure exactly how it came up, but um, he was asking essentially about, you know, are you just kind of splitting it every week, you know, splitting your, your burn down the middle. And I said, not necessarily. Um, I would move it. I adjusted a bit like a rheostat up and down one game to the next, depending on what, <laughs> I, I like to try to have fun predicting the future. So when I see the spreads, uh, I like to think that I have a pretty intimate knowledge of the of who holds what and who plays for what team. So I'll look at the spread and I'll see if any of them jump out to me as unexpected. And if it is uh, something I wouldn't quite expect, I usually will be able to determine or guess with reasonable certainty what serial number you know is that an o one two is that an o fourteen um you're able to do that if you spend enough time with the collection and understand who's on what team who has what and who has what in what quantity so right. there would be times where um so you know o sixteen is very very clearly my um you know that's that's my stranglehold um, as a function of all the diaconos and the the chalks, so that would be if I if I suspect that an O sixteen is coming, well, then I know it's not a series two. First of all, I know it's not an X. So you can kind of you know not only figure out what number it is, but then you can maybe figure out or or narrow down, pare down the, the options of what series it is too. And so when I think that there's an O sixteen. Um, you know, that presents an opportunity to either burn heavier or less. You could say, oh, I want to burn less because I'm probably going to, you know, have a really great day on holders. Uh, alternatively, I could decide to burn more and try to extend my advantage. So, no, I don't. And burn. so you were, let me, let me just clarify here. People maybe aren't catching this necessarily. When I was posting the spreads ahead of time. Mm -hmm. okay you were you were able to sort of have a, a a nice estimation of which which it was based on on yeah but, yeah a bit of an educated what, yes right yeah. getting a sense of okay this many hits are projected here yeah. uh, last week they had only this many hits projected look at this change this variance here 
So let's go take a look at what they're holding. Oh, that's going to point to it being a 16. That's going to yeah. point. And the very, the very best example I'll give of that is the doubleheader we had against the Monsters. I believe the spread uh, was two and change yeah. um, in their favor, which is was very surprising to me because we know, we know how right. much holder, I'm sorry, how much insert power that team has. Uh, so I expected the spread to be much larger when I saw that it was not what, I didn't have an exact number in my head, but I certainly didn't expect it to essentially be a coin flip game. When I saw that it was that very, and again, because I know my holdings, of course, better than um, necessarily everybody else's, but that screamed to me, 016. And it was the same spread for each game. I believe it was 2.3 and in game, uh, I know it wasn't game one and two, but you know the, the first game of the day and the second game of the day, it was an identical spread, which tells you absolutely and unequivocally, it is the same numbered card. Yeah. If it were two different numbers, then it couldn't possibly be the exact same spread game to game. And then two, uh, the, the two, two card delta, if you will, the spread being two in their favor. Absolutely. We do not have close, you know, roughly the same number of inserts as them. So then it tells you that it is all holder that's making that spread tight. Now, now when you hear this catch, what do you think? I think what's going to tip off Crouton that we're finally going to serial number 018 where no one has holders yet? That's a good question. Answer that, Crouton. Hmm. Let's see. W would you be able to notice or what do you think would be a little bit Because then we're just talking about burns, I guess, and other right, things so, people hold. So, so there'd be no holder utility in that scenario. Which um, I don't think, have we seen that? We have, we've not. No. No. That's interesting. So then it would be 100%. Well, well, I can't say that. It would almost entirely be driven by inserts. Because I, it's my understanding that uh, 3Zs and quads, you know, there's not a tremendous amount of weight applied to those in ways that but would... You would still be, theoretically, uh -huh. you could see, you would see that rise up but i don't know that you would recognize that that's what it is that's, that's i don't think it would example, be with luch's major three z's holders should reflect there but you don't you might not recognize that that's what it is i agree i i think it would be it would be largely dictated by inserts and then yeah not entirely because then there are elements i got it like i got it croutons what's up there, there would still be holder utility it would be for only people who have C series one. Oh. I wonder if that would tip you off when you go, oh, it's only popping on the teams where there are teammates that own a series. The monsters. Yeah. yeah. The monsters. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think I, I think that would actually be hard. But even there, it'd be hard because the monsters yeah. are the heaviest inserts. Right. Well. See, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it would be difficult even in that circumstance because, well, that doesn't really change anything when we, you know, if, if for example, the X's had a bunch of series ones, it might be noticeable a lot more transparent uh, that that was what was driving it since they aren't, you know, the monsters in terms of inserts, but 
yeah, good point. I, I neglected uh, the series one element, and yeah, the monsters would uh, be sitting quite pretty there. <laughs> it's a fun. It's a fun uh, question there, Kitch. I like that. Yeah, good one. Um, really got me thinking. Well, yeah, that's the, that's the point here, right? And and it's it also look. We understand, you know, having Crouton around is. Um, it's kind of like having the brother that you send upstate to the uh, home and you go visit him on every other weekend. <laughs> Once a month, not every other weekend. <laughs> you don't know the difference. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but 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 I love it because it, it goes to show like this is the beauty of the league aspect and the competition aspect of my drops is that you can think through them and see what's happening and develop a strategy around them and get a sense of it. It's there to be deciphered. It's there to be analyzed. It's there. Right. And that's we're we're, you know, nine seasons, nine drops into this to see how this plays and, and the differences between uh, the first season where there was no utility at play. Sim simply a random and even there it was just who could buy them as quick as they could right uh to now where you can go ah this is telling me that this is probably going to be this edition size or this edition number in which case i look at what they've got and i'm going to go well i could probably don't need to go that hard here to get a win but maybe I should go even harder than really put it down because fortune is favoring me here by having checking off all these boxes. Think about that for a second and compare that to trying to mint a really sick output. I'm just saying, right? Yeah. And that's, that's the biggest problem with your project is that, you know, nothing is, can compete with how fun it is to you know click on that mint button and just <laughs> hope you get red one well, I, I like to to pretend like i'm gonna click and then i go to the i go to the trackpad and then i go over and tap next to it oh you like fake it out i fake it out and then i go see what just what just output minted and then i go oh see yeah i i didn't want that and then i I believe that's the blockchain version of like a pump fake. Uh, you know, he's like, he's like, oh, dude jumps out of his shoes trying to block the shot. And then you're I like, think you're, I, think, I think you're close. But I think what you're confusing it with is considering all of the, you know, 30 uh, something year old men who are minting these pieces who can't fake those pumps. They are <laughs> pumping as they get ready to mint. You know, there's yeah. a different kind of click you can do too called the right click oh Ooh. well you just threw us all for a for a loop there because the fact of the matter is you're not a part of the project you're not a part of the output if you're taking somebody else's because someone else in the world created that output by well you, you know when you go to play blackjack and I don't know if you guys ever done it with, you know, very serious players at the table. And if you sort of play um, 
incorrectly. Yeah, incorrectly. They get pissed. They oh, get yeah. super pissed because the because in you know they're trying to play the game and you know I don't want to say count the cards, but you know there's they are trying to see reason and plan, and then you're over there hitting on seventeen like a dumbass, and they will audibly sigh and very get very mad and you know that's how i feel when i'm watching when i'm watching a big generative drop mint i'm like you know oh shit that guy took that was supposed to be mine we were gonna bust the dealer man god damn it yeah (laughs) so it's like you know that's 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 the (laughs) like that was supposed to be my mint and then Ah. threw everything else off yeah i didn't get the right mint and the guy behind me didn't get the right mint. And the whole thing's, you know, fucked. Yeah, no, I see it. That's why, uh, and if, correct me if I'm wrong, that's why you stopped minting. Because for a while... I had to. It was it was unhealthy for me. Uh, well, and you just couldn't trust that, that other people weren't were going to mint the right way. Right. Well, and I was also just like, just destroying my drywall in my house. I was just like pounding my fist through the walls. He was choked up. People, yeah. Yeah, I was getting choked up about it. <laughs> um, what is your, uh, what do you, do you think that we're going to have a different week now that people got an understanding of how this works? I do. In, in, I definitely in do. Week eight, in week eight. And how so? Like, how, what is that? How does that look? I think a lot more people who, so I mean, we don't know what, the requirement will be for the selective game. But I think, and I hope, that we'll see people um, say, you know, take the math jizz approach, essentially, where they say, you know, know, I've got this seed here, uh, a two seed. Again, I know it won't be this next week, but, you know, it was last week, and the the, the logic being, hey, I got this two seed, but shit, you know, I just got that uh, for, you know, 50 Tez and 10 black uh, Judy's or you know, whatever. And, you know, instead of, you know, clutching to that and, you know, carrying it for, for the rest of their life, they might say, you know, I'm not going to get this via holder hits in all likelihood. So in all likelihood. If I'm trying, in all, yeah. <laughs> if I'm trying to put my chase together and if you got two chases or whether you, or even if you have zero, you're going to say, you know, Perhaps I should, if I have it, maybe I should use it. And once I do use it, maybe I do want to burn a young threesies. Because Luch is going to have, again, not the correct numbers, but last week, you know, 124 slots in the wheel. Luch has got 30 of them. Um, you know, J-Train's got a bunch of them. You know, uh, a bunch of the big burners are, are going to chew that wheel up. And you're not going to feel so great about one slot on the wheel. So perhaps you... Uh, you know, take a page out of uh, the pandemic book, which I, I thought was really, really, uh, really astute that he, you know, burned uh, to get in and then burned for a guarantee. And that was, uh, that was, you know, that, that delivered him his chase. So I love it. Uh, I think, I think you'll see more of that or perhaps base cards uh, as well. So something like that. What about you, Kitch? I would agree with everything Crouton just said. Um, With the selective wheel, there's another thing we haven't really touched on, which is 
obviously this is a part of the entire universe and how your whole project plays out where something gets called up from a while back. It's, you know, uh, floor price goes up. You might see a couple of secondary sales on it, gets to its all-time high. The addition count gets lower and more scarce. So I love the idea of now there's an additional way for these other cards that haven't been in play for a while, Rumble tokens, some of the Madness token stuff, is now being called in. And so even if you're not planning on playing in 12 or another selective wheel and you had one of those things, you're watching the addition counts go down. You're watching that you know shrink. It's getting more scarce. So it's it's good for everyone all around, whether you're playing or not. I would suggest, like Crouton said, play if you've got it. You know, take that step that I didn't do last time around and got lucky. I'm not going to get lucky again. I'm going to have to burn what I need to burn to continue on. But everything you're calling up is increasing in value, like you've promised to do. So it, it's just great to see just one more way that you've brought things from the past back into the fold, which is exciting. I think, I mean, first of all, you're, you're spot on there. And that's always fun, right? That's a, that's a part of it. And it's a part of that commitment. All threesomes have future utility, right? Forever. Just because we called them in doesn't mean we won't call them in. Call them in again. Call them in again. How many times have we called in Paul Russell's, right? Um, this is what's going to happen. I think people are going to jump into it. I think people are going to take that shot. And I think uh, those that hit, how can you not do it again the following week? You, you're, that, you're that much closer to your taste. If you miss, I can understand it to a degree. You either go get it to, to rectify that or not. But if you hit, so I'm putting that in your head right now. Yeah, you're going to say, you go, well, I want to get in that. That's a small addition size here. This is what, you know, threes is saying it would have been 80, not 110. Okay, uh, the, the the way it played out without a wild card there, eighty of them. Okay, I want to get in on that. I want to see what that's about. And so, be prepared. Prepare yourself mentally to go all three. You really, you really kind of. Because I know, I know there are going to be people who are going to go like, I'm going to take a shot. See, I'm going to do one. If you hit, then what? Then you're going to step out. Yeah. Well, step out. And, and yeah, what's pretty cool is that we haven't seen editions of 80 since coders, since coders. Yeah. Um, and actually, you know, frankly, um, they were probably higher than that. And they they've were. been burned oh, down a little they bit. Were. We haven't seen it. The low on Cardinale was 88. Think about that. So, I mean, that's pretty remarkable. And then now think about, contrast that with how many people we have here who play and really play. I don't mean fill out a Google form. I mean really play. Are dialed in, have inserts, have holder utility, are super engaged. You know, it's night and day between now and you're talking about Series 7. I mean... Yeah, how many serious players? Serious players. Like, serious I, players. I, serious players that yeah. we had in series seven. Yeah, ballpark. I'm gonna say ten. Yeah, twelve. And I'd say we got 
at least 60 now? Oh, yeah. Yeah, at least, at least 60. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, we have, I think we've got a, a, like 65. 65 okay. that are like, oh, I get it. I know what it is. I got. I know what I got to do. This is what I've got. Let me assess my, my stuff. Let me see how I can make this happen. Let me see what I want to hold on to. Let me see how this plays. Let me think. 65 people, 10, five times. Okay. Yeah. I don't, and as I say that, I don't think there were 12 back in. I don't think okay. there were 12, like, yeah. analytically driven, thought, yeah. you know, conscious players. I think you had some people that had a lot of stuff because they'd been there since the beginning. But they weren't yeah. doing it. They weren't burning. They weren't, you know. Um, I think I think that, you know, obviously we know that coders, the second half of coders is where burns really started to take off. Mm -hmm. Oranges, yeah. And, you know, that's, again, just to, to clarify, I didn't say we have 65 players now. I said we have 65 very serious uh, players. Um, we have far more than that who are, um, you know, shall we say, less serious. Um so, you know, but 60 people who are all in every day for everything, which is pretty remarkable when you start to think about an addition size of, you know, theoretically 80-ish. And that's, we hit baseline, didn't we? And yeah, so imagine a scenario now where we're not hitting baseline <clears throat> and think about that selective game. Can you imagine, like if we missed baseline by as much as we did the first week of the season, in a scenario where in, under the the or or construct. the coming back, oh yeah, or that one. Uh, you know, if we did that in the current kind of dynamic and setup where there's a a, a scarce uh, addition, uh, my goodness, that would have been I don't know, fifty ish, sixty ish. Oh yeah, thirty percent. We would have been thirty percent down, basically. Wow, I mean that's. That's that's the size of Dave Nelson. There's Dave Nelson right there. That was you had to burn. Oh, well, there were a number of ways to get it, but the most uh, often used way to get that Dave was to burn a three friends, just yeah. for perspective. Man. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and so so this is this is the thing. Like, um, I, you know, you touch on that. Let's be honest. Let's be frank here. Not only do we have five to 10 times the serious players than we have in the past. But we're concentrating right now in a way where, you know, what we don't have anymore. The players who are going to get their shit and fucking sell it for pennies on the dollar. Whenever yeah. Cough up. Yeah. Just, you know, hit an offer. You know, yeah. Not be unaware and be like, Oh, I don't know. Like is Coder, a, is it Coder or cat mom? <laughs> Okay, like they're, they're, they're gone. And now it's people who care. The apathy, the apathy is, um, shall we say, dismissed. Okay, and so now we've got people who are here to play and they're serious about it. And so I think this is where, like I'm saying, why don't you get into it? Why don't you do it? Because let's let's be honest, okay? 110 with redemption mechanic. We won't see that again. That was a once once in a generation opportunity. Okay. If you talk about the the cost, the test cost on those things, 
to turn them into cat moms and subs. Okay. Once in a generation. Now, that got us to the 110. Okay. Uh, take that out of the equation. We're talking about 80. I'm, I'm, I'm positing an idea where more people are coming in to play the, on game 12. So I think we do move up off of 80, right? Because you'll have some young threesies or some base card guarantees or whatever to get there, okay? But think of who we just talked about. We said there were 33 people that got to play for the 110. Huge chunk of those go to Steve for his redemption. Go to Luch and Retro for their redemptions, okay? You take those out, okay? And now you say, well, let's add 10 more people. Let's say 12, make it 45 people. Okay. And now we're going to up addition size because now you've got these extra people and you got some extras. Let's say there's 100. Let's say we get to 100. 45 people at 100 additions. Okay. With people. How how does anybody get to three there? How does every anybody get to four or five there? Wheel you're, luck. You're going to be needing those three Zs, huh? So it's, yeah, I love it, right? This is, this is, this is, it's a strange way to get here. But having people who care about this project here and aren't going to immediately pop in a buffer anytime one crosses their path, wow. The possibilities are amazing. So I think it's going to be fun. I think it's going to be a really fun last run in this season. This chase is going to be bonkers. I think when we get to games 17 and 18, game 18 is going to be insane. High pressure. High, High pressure, fucking moment. pressure. Yeah. Bottom of the ninth, two outs, two strikes. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and then you got the playoffs on the fucking line. Remember what we were, remember week five? Yeah. With three teams in the mix. Vying for the bye. Right? Yeah. yeah. We're gonna, we could potentially be in that while that chase could be for, or not that chase, but that, that, that game 18 could be for a monster hit. I mean, I mean, not, it's right. funny. We have a team called the Monsters. It could be for, you know, uh, uh, all the marbles. <laughs> all the marbles. Yeah, there you go. Um, all right. Well, I'm just seeing 12, and I just have to. I didn't know it was another Joni house. Oh my God. Yeah. Oh my God. She's back. So excited. Cat moms have, uh, well, I think it was Mad Dog Jones played for the NFTs. Any other duplicates in the cat moms that I'm missing? No. None of the cat moms. No. Yeah. We've seen Not Tim Stoddard a couple Tim times. Stoddard though. has made yeah. multiple appearances. Doc Page has made multiple appearances. Right. Um, I always love to see uh, an old character come back, um, furthers the narrative on that single person in the storied franchise behind it as well. So the narrative piece always speaks to me, and I can't wait to see what we have in store for the fall as well because uh, it's my favorite fucking time of the year. And Crouton mentioned pie earlier, and I was like, holy fuck, I forgot about pie. So <laughs> that's... That's exciting. Kristen and I had a conversation earlier this week, and we're pretty certain a lot of people have forgotten about pie. 
I bet there's people that are not around anymore that are due a pie slice that won't be getting those. Meanwhile, I think about pie every goddamn day of my life. Pumpkin. <laughs> I might hang up right now and go smash some fucking diner blueberry pie. Because I'm urban. <laughs> hey, you're worth it. I am worth it. Um, uh, special shout out to the 33s. Uh, it was a great hang last night. We did a special uh, LFG just for the 33s. Uh, and those that can make it and kitch missed, but um, but it was it was a, it was a really special time. Um, so thank you guys um, for for that hang. It was a lot of fun, um, and uh, special thank you to those who, who weren't able to be there and have reached out and 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 we talked about it already. So that was that was nice. Um, I'm excited. This is this is it. This is hey. Seasons don't happen all the time. And we're in the home stretch now. We're in the final push. The last three weeks of season 10, regular season. Three weeks left. Do you guys, I mean, can you think about that for a second? There's only three weeks left. It's hard to believe. Uh, you know, it's, it's, in some ways, it's feel, it feels like it's been very short. And in other ways, it feels like it's been very long, you know? Yeah. Uh, so it's, uh, it's fun. And, and you know, Boy, three more weeks, and then then the fun really starts. Yeah. Then, oh my God, I can't I can't wait for Eli Trader to see the playoffs. I can't wait for Crouton to see the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you've been through. You've been through. You know, Kitch. By the way, um, I don't know that it's it's said often enough. There are not many people who have seen as many drop days as you have, Kitch. I'm like, getting up there in my seniority. There's a handful of people who were a part of an X's drop, an early X's drop, right? That are still here. Yeah. They're still here. Or or they're, you know, um that was it. Joe, Joe Kerrigan. Yeah. Joe Kerrigan was your first? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a glimpse into your future. 47 still a stoner. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes the world just works itself out. It does. I mean, um, Jimmy Buffett died. Yeah. Jimmy Buffett has died since the exes came out. Yeah. <laughs> and the that the value has just gone up, you know, exponentially. His fans are flocking to object, trying to, you know get you know a piece of that was that a pun flocking for the parrot heads there oh man i wish i wish well done no i i can't claim credit for that one that's like shooting a shitty three-pointer and it banks in you're like yeah i meant to do that so, <laughs> no, i'm not gonna i'm not gonna say i did but thank you uh, parrot heads. Done. Um, <laughs> i'm gonna tell you i don't mind telling you when i first painted the Jimmy Buffett, okay, or the, you know the the Mike Jurgensen. Um, he's got a wacky hat. Have you ever noticed that that it's it's a? It's like the straw sort of like right. It's a straw hat, but go look at it again. It's not just a straw cowboy hat. It's not just a straw. It's a fucking goofy parrot head hat. Like parrot heads, literally like have you know handmade fucking hats that they've carried with them 
you know, place to play. Yeah, they've, they've seen some shit. No, and so, I so I, at one point I had painted a parrot into it and it was just too outlandish. And so I took it out, but I had painted it like, like a paper mache parrot, like onto it. <laughs> yeah. See, the, the parrot was too much. Just, you know, him and cut off handmade jorts and that shirt and that, you know, wonderful hat you've got there. You know, that's the, that's a bit, we wanted to make it a serious piece. Uh, so, you know, got to take that with parrot off. Oh. Yeah. I wonder, I got, I'm going to, I'm going to do something about bringing that parrot back in sometime. Jimmy Buffett's estate is going to get in contact with you. <laughs> Who's to say they haven't? I'm telling you the big things are coming. <laughs> How do you know it's not Jimmy Buffett's estate? Instead of cottages for everyone, we each get a Margaritaville that we have to run and operate. <laughs> <laughs> That's the true utility. <laughs> everyone who who holds and Mike Jurgensen gets it. Franchise like, era. It's a franchise. Yeah. Okay, and I wait. I I I like backload the the franchise fee. So you yeah. gotta work. You have to work it out. Work it off. <laughs> hey guys, guys, we we can't talk about you know future utility and future die with the most likes subject paintings. <laughs> yeah. We can't talk about his future work. <laughs> oh boy! All right, uh, this is a good one. Uh, Luch is missed. Uh, he'll be missed for a little while um, when he comes back. Oh, the tales he will tell of Hong Kong Ape Fest. I heard. I heard that they're getting three ring binders. Ooh, Trapper keeper. Oh, I hope I hope that don't spoil it. <laughs> Trapper keeper. I'm, uh, I'm more a fan of those like marbled black and white notebooks. Composition that, notebooks. Yeah. Yeah, the it? composition one where you can't rip the paper out because uh, it just like is. You can. The, the, you just look like well, a serial killer when you do that. Yeah. No, 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 no. guys, you don't understand. This is a very serious conference. Okay. The best in Hong Kong is a conference, so they're getting three ring binders, oh. and they're going to sit across from each other the conference tables. Oh. Well, they'll discuss. In the middle of the CCO. conference table is going to be a DJ. They'll discuss their opportunities to monetize their apes in the form of, you know, let's say a lampshade company, race car sponsorship. It's gonna be. I think it's coming. Steve Aoki, table hey. DJ. Hey, I'm a mutant for life. <laughs> Sick as fuck. Well, and I'm more of a, you know, I've been <laughs> without a kennel for you know a bit too long, and uh, you know what you are. What's that? A lot of people don't know this about you, Crouton. Uh, uh, Day one, nesting holder. Huggling birds. Well, that's that's indeed true. Um, just and you like, have flown with those moonbirds close to the moon. You got very oh close yeah. to the moon. Oh yeah. And, and now even moon. higher. <laughs> now you're higher than the moon. Yeah. We're just yeah, you know, it's like a it's like a, a bird on a rocket ship. Like it, the rocket shoots into space, and then the bird flies even further. <laughs> I I think I'm imagining it now as an actual bird taped to an actual rocket ship, mm -hmm. and I think that's actually very close to what 
has happened in that yeah. whole project. I think that I think right now, if yeah. you look at a moonbird, it looks like a bird carcass that was taped and it's frozen and crumbly, <laughs> but still duct taped to that rocket. Um, well, you know, I mean, you say that, but then like there's some that are just like made of metal and they're just <laughs> so cool. Like, and then there's some that are made out of bones. And that's, I mean, I mean, it, one day I would really, really love to get my hands on, you know, a, a, like a robot one. That would be, I'd probably be able to hang my, you know, mouse up on the wall and, and retire from NFT collecting if I could. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'll give you a 70 ETH for one of those skeleton moon birds right now. Oh, it's priceless. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's like, um, it's this juxtaposition know. of dead and alive that just makes my mind, you know, it's pretty look, amazing what they've done. Look, 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 look. And I, I, I say this in jest, but there's people still have moon birds. People still like have, me. like you, you have a lot of moon birds. Like Mark. Like Mark. Mark has moonbirds. Does he? Does he have a does he? He did at one point. I don't know if he still does. But like I'm super and committed. He does. Mark doesn't get rid and of I'm, I'm super committed. So like I'm, you know, I also just the community means a lot to me. <laughs> this is what I'm saying. Well, that's where it's... Crouton met Mark at the Moonbird conference in Hong Kong. Yeah. <laughs> they traded yeah. binders and signed their names in it and stuff. It was awesome. <laughs> so listen. <laughs> the reason I'm even like joking about any of this is because it's true. There are still guys that are in the moonbirds. Okay. Um, that's something to think about. It really is. Okay. That's what I'm, I'm going to leave us with that. I'm going to say there are still guys that are in the moonbirds. I'm, you know, I mean, when you say that, I don't know if there are, are 65 of them. Uh -huh. Okay. I don't know that there are 65 of them who are doing everything they need to do to get the next Moonbird drop. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I'm just saying. They could be here. They could Instead. be here. I'm going to put that on you. You want you go get the Moonbird guys. But I'm going to get the guys from Grills Gang. <laughs> hey, shout out Grills Gang. What the <laughs> Thor gang love the art gang. um love the art love the community we know um, i know door gang's listening yes so, i know they are um i have a pretty sick grills i'm just saying is it number 333 no they wouldn't sell it to me i tried and tried and tried and tried you have a grail there's grill. no way you could there's no way you could shake that thing loose now. That that, that collection so diamond hand. <laughs> no I think I do it. have like the twenty seventh rarest moonbird. You know that I do have the single rarest non one of one Mad Rabbit Riot Club. Dang! And I paid one point five ETH for it. How many carrots ETH, is it worth now? ETH at the time was four hundred seventy five thousand dollars. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I pay 1.5 ETH for it. And I have been offered over the last two years. <laughs> I think once I was offered 0.015. <laughs> wow. And I've been offered many times like 0.00008. 
So what are you thinking? You uh, well, they expire <laughs> before I I'm, I'm like I like I'm not sure, and then they expire. Well, do you get? Yeah, that's I, yeah. You, you're kind of like hovering over the you know accept button, and like you just don't know what to do, and you're torn. And that's I think that's actually. I mean, I you know what I you know what I should do, and this would be my only my only joke, and then we gotta go. Maybe now's the time for me to change my PFP to that mad brother. <laughs> like, <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I, do, I do like ending on that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> uh, we love Chris, you. Shout out to Chris Ferrar. Um, okay. I <laughs> uh, love you guys. I'll see you on Monday. Uh, it was Sunday night casual. Hey, it was at eleven uh, fifty-seven p.m. on Sunday night this last weekend, and there were about four or five guys there. It was nice. Crouton couldn't make it, um, but uh, I was I was checking out all the sick outputs of the grills gang so i didn't have time <laughs> all right see so you see a couple of you on sunday night and see everybody else on monday rock and roll bye everybody